0: A dose of
1: hope
2: at ya. This is Ben Winter, author of What to Expect When Having Expectations, and remember, it's okay for you to get upset, just don't stay there very long.
3: Hi, my name is Amy Sinha, and I'm here to remind you to believe in yourself, because the possible is always possible when you believe.
1: Christopher Sims! Yeah! Alongside yours, truly. DJ Nicholas and Bronx MC. God is good. Yeah, he is. So that's why I'm good. I'm good too. Let's go. Counted kind of down, walking around with my eyes to the ground. I've been worried what the stone will do. I turned around, looked at you, my perspective now. Do oh, then ain't believing? Worry doesn't free doesn't me. Trying Try to do it by myself, it doesn't, doesn't represent, represent the kingdom. The kingdom. Oh, no, 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 that ain't the way it's supposed to be. You've got another plans just for me. Yeah. Now I walk around the victory. Uh-huh. Everywhere I go, I tell the story. He will keep you in perfect. If you keep your eyes stayed on me, stay with me. I will reach. I will teach. Change your speech. Have you seen things like? Oh, to be good, I am. Nobody can match it. Never pour out so try catch it When your heart leak, God patch it Anything not good for you, we can not detach it Put in first, score more gold than a hat trick Without him, no St. Peter nor Patrick Burn and a chopper than a knife or a ratchet Treasures don't last unless with him you stash it Theater we currency, the kingdom we cash it The kingdom we topic while sin we attack it In St. us and a mission and right now we at it The consuming fire who hotter than the traffic When God fight your battles, no need to remove Watch it, if you feel lack forgiveness and him scratch it Take your entire pain, not only slash it Our life was dirt, but Christ Lord, wash it Lock. I could be in my feelings or I could feel good Cause Pien's I know my God king cause I knew we good And I know I got grace but I'm still extra sure Is it gonna bring a glory? Is it's it really hard? all good? What's good? Dying on the crosswood, what's good? Us loving our brotherhood, what's good? Be a good father, fatherhood Be a light to the world, right in a neighborhood That's good And here's the life of the party If you don't have him, then you really live. Sorry, me and Chris and Nicholas, let's Living golly golly and yeah, we out here With the good news for everybody hey? it, feels it feels good, to be, good. To be good. Uh-huh. I good I am good,
4: cause God's good, God's good. It, feels good. it feels good, to be good to be good I we out. So, yep, that was Christopher Sims' I'm Good. I love that song. Y'all already know how we do. He's been on the show already, too, before um, in a prior episode, and we had a good time when he was here. So today, guys, guess what? I am so high! I am hyped today (laughs) and ready to dive in heart first to this episode. Welcome to the episode that will show you what it means to expect and demand greatness from your life. Our guests here are the example of what it means to defy the odds and land on your feet. Sometimes in life, we are not dealt the best cards. But it is on us to make the best out of the gift we have been given, and that is life. So jump on in here and understand the full impact of managing expectations while witnessing what it takes to press on towards your dreams. This is episode, drumroll, <laughs> 38. And here we go with The Ride by Brian Andrew Wilson.
5: Yourself, all you, all of me move. All of you cause I'm terrified. I'ma sit back and enjoy the ride Been a real long time Since I've seen sunshine Through the darkest skies Love it where you try I can sit back and enjoy the ride When I tried it my way It was all wrong All the friends that I had They were long gone Did the best that I could Try to be strong Not about letting go But I held on Now I need you to choose How I should move By your side We can't lose. Still, I'ma need your strength when I get weak. So, you can drive. I'ma ride in the backseat. Go where you take me. Yeah. I know I won't always understand. Yeah. Where we're going, but I'll take a chance. Yeah. And even if it get confused. Yeah. I'll be doing whatever you choose. It's been a real long time since I've seen sunshine through the darkest skies You love it when you try I sit back and enjoy the ride When the road got dark, you lit the path to the green grass Let it not follow, chasing right after you And that's the truth, I won't last for me I need more of you, till that Till your kingdom comes, got this race to run. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know I won't always understand. Yeah, where we're going, but I'll take a chance. Yeah, and even if make it get confusing, yeah, I'll be doing whatever yeah. you choose. Trust is all for you. We should follow to decide. because 'cause I'm tired of fighting. Enjoy the ride And it's been so long Been a real long time Since, since I've seen, seen sunshine Through the darkest, through the darkest skies, skies. Loving when you try let sit back, back and enjoy the ride. the ride Trust us all Trust you All that we show you I you decide, you decide. Enjoy the ride
1: It's the Inspirational Authors segment, bringing you inspirational authors from across the globe.
4: Today, we welcome to the show Ben Winter author of the book, What to Expect When Having Expectations. In this book, one will find themselves looking at expectations in a whole new way. He's here today with us on the line to explain what drives expectations and tools to overcome them when they are not met. We welcome you to A Dose of Hope Radio as our inspirational author of the day. How are you?
2: I'm great, thanks for having me.
4: Look, I was looking at your book and I said, this is definitely a needed conversation. <laughs> because people all the time are walking around disappointed, hurt. You know, they're feeling sorry for themselves, and the base of it, in a lot of ways, is because of mismanaged expectations. So, so Jess, tell us a little bit about yourself: who you are and where you're from.
2: Yeah, so I have been living in Denver, Colorado, my whole life, other than when I travel outside. Uh, I absolutely love it here, and I I don't know that I'll ever leave. <laughs> it might might have to be a very specific situation, but I love traveling. I love it. I love experiencing other cultures, other locations on the planet. And but I always like to come home. But yeah, I've I've been doing improv and owning businesses and acting and I, I've flown an airplane. I've been scuba diving in the Galapagos. I mean, I've, wow. I've done so many different things. Um, so I'm just I'm a student of this world and the mind is one of those places that i love to explore the most
4: Hmm. awesome awesome i used to live in colorado springs okay and so I'm very familiar with Denver and the whole Colorado dynamic. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful, stunningly beautiful place to live. And um, I'm always in my mind. I'm like, I'm in Virginia now, but always in my mind, I'm always thinking like one day I'm going to go back. One day I'm going to go back. <laughs> it's just that gorgeous. So I definitely understand when you say that you're not going to leave.
2: Yeah, but you're soon going to have all those colorful leaves going on.
4: Oh, yeah. It's, it's about to. Re- and the weather now is like, it's not hot. It's not cold. It's in between. The leaves are changing all these beautiful colors and it's It's just this is the right. This is my the favorite time of the year for me, so I'm excited about that. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, so let's talk about this topic of expectations. What led you to this topic for this particular book?
2: So the business that I run is called Success Improv, where I teach team building using improv. And one of the things that I kept coming across when teaching this was. It, there's a rule called be specific. And during that rule, I often explain that it's really about setting expectations with those that you're with and those that you're around. And I kept a- exploring these premise that the only reason we get upset is because an expectation hasn't been met. Mm-hmm. And and I kept exploring it and I was like, okay, well, that seems to hold true. The more I look at it, the more true it is, but it doesn't solve any problems. And you know, here I am getting upset all the time and now I know why, but I'm not able to solve it all, all of a sudden. And so I sat down with it for a really long time and I came up with this, I'm just going to call it a fancy flow chart mm-hmm. where I put at the top, like I'm upset. And I started asking myself questions and really just sort of put this workflow into reality. And so Mm -hmm. I'm able to walk through it on a regular basis to kind of calm myself down. Yeah, yeah. And then as I was looking at it, there were so many pieces that were really deep. Like one of the questions I ask on there is, did you share the expectation with other people? Mm, That's a good one. Right. And a lot of times we don't share our expectations with others. And the biggest reason is a fear fear that mm-hmm. we have that they're not going to, they're not going to be okay with it or whatever that might be. So all these areas where I found depths, I said, I've got to write a book. I've got to right. add, add these pieces in there so that I'm not the only one that learns this information. And if somebody else comes along, I don't want them to question the same question. I want them to actually have some answers going forward. So that's, that's kind of the progression of diving into this subject.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking about what you're saying about um, people who, you know, just truly don't give, you don't tell people what it is you're looking for or what you expect and then i think the biggest disappointment is when we expect people to automatically know these things and then we get upset (laughs) when they don't know
2: exactly. (laughs) It's like, don't you read my mind? Come on.
4: (laughs) Right. (laughs) So this is, I mean, this is just great. This is great. So what tools can someone use or start to use, um, to manage expectations? Like what are the, the things that they should be thinking about when you
2: expect someone to do things for or with you? So the, the biggest thing that I need to tell people right now is, is the, the haters of expectations, the ones that say, just don't have expectations. Mm. Well, using not to have expectations is an expectation. Right. So it's impossible to get away from expectations. Let's just make sure that's out there right away. Mm-hmm. So you have them. You wake up in the morning, you expect the electricity to work. You expect the refrigerator to be running. You expect the heat to be on in the winter and the AC, and the, if you have AC, uh, to have it in the summertime. Like You expect these things to work. You expect... Yes. You don't forget how to use a fork. You expect to continually be able to speak the language you grew up with. Right. Exactly. These things we don't think about because they often just happen without thought. Mm -hmm. It's when one of them doesn't happen that it becomes aware that we expected it because now we're upset. Mm -hmm,
4: mm -hmm.
2: You know, if you go outside and you get in your car to go to work and... Every day of the year, it, it turns on and it takes you to work and comes back. That one day when it doesn't turn on, now you're upset because your car isn't working, but you expected it to work. Mm-hmm. So I often tell people, I'm like, the first thing you need to understand is expectations are there. The second thing is you're when you get upset, recognize it as an opportunity for growth. Whether you do anything else with it. As long as you understand I'm upset and I have a choice, you're automatically growing and you're doing better than most people out there. Um, and then the, the workflow that I was talking about, I mean, it's free. It's on my website, download it, take it with you. That's, that's my biggest tool that I can just hand to people and say, hey. Awesome do you want to be upset less in your life? Have, <laughs> have this, you know, Yes. so you're never going to be perfect. You're not going to be a hundred percent happy. It's just not human nature, but maybe you can be upset for five minutes instead of five hours. Right.
4: You know, I see it at, at the end of the day, I truly see it as a choice. I mean, with any aspect of life, you know, like you said, you may wake up late and you and you had a big meeting and it's like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? Um, The expectation was that clock was going to wake you up and you were going to get there on time. However, A a lot of things can happen. It can be traffic. It can be it just didn't wake you up or you, you know, whatever happened. And I think it's a choice to just to be mad at every single little thing in your day. And And you can't be that, you know, that that doesn't work in life. It gets you nowhere. Take the higher road. You know, life happens. Things happen. And what now?
2: Exactly. And that's where I say once you see that you're upset, you have a choice. And now mm-hmm. that you know that you have a choice, your your world is forever changed.
4: So what is your main takeaway from life? Uh, don't
2: take it so seriously. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's great, though. That is great. If you, If you can live life, you know, and with all the stuff that's going on these days and, you know, how things just seem to be out of control to some degree. And then you can still say, you know. Don't take it so seriously. That's a beautiful thing.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, just think about about the best days that you have. You know, you're Mm -hmm. maybe in a backyard barbecue with friends or you're at the happy hour or at a restaurant or you're just you're hanging out with people and you're having fun and you're laughing. Are you taking life seriously at that point? Mm -hmm, Absolutely not. You're just enjoying Mm -hmm. life. And I think that's what it's mostly about.
4: You know what? I appreciate you for coming on the show today. I appreciate you sharing that because I've never really thought about it from that perspective. You know, I've always thought about, you know, expectations and being upset when people don't meet your needs, but I've never thought about shortening that time that you're choosing to be upset about it. You know, you could, people can go on for weeks and months and and years being mad about a small thing and just really, you know, negatively impacting their lives. And so when you can think about it that way, you know what? I have a right to have an expectation. I have a right to be a little upset about the way this is. But oh, well, let's move on. Life is so much bigger than this
2: moment. And it's it's good to keep in mind that just because you have an expectation doesn't mean the other person has to agree to it. Right. Yes. You know, they have their own expectations and you have your expectations. Yes. So uh, unfortunately, you have to do this thing. It's It's new. I it's you know it's coming around again. Um it's kind of hard for people, but it's called communication. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, you're that. gonna have to have <laughs> this thing called a conversation with somebody mm-hmm. so that you understand what their expectations are, they understand what your expectations are, and you come to an agreement. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And
2: maybe you get fifty percent of what you want, but maybe they get fifty percent of the, what they want. Right. Maybe- percent of what you want and the other person's totally into it mm-hmm. but you won't know until you share that expectation and a lot of times we don't share it because we're afraid right Absolutely. So, you know it, it's it, it is going to take work and effort But if you share your expectations and you're 100% true to you, if somebody's not okay with that or they're not willing to have a conversation about it, they're probably not good to have in your sphere of influence anyway.
4: Mm. Where can people find this amazing book?
2: The best place to go for all of this information would be the website, havingexpectations.com. Okay. Okay. Because then you can get the the workflow that I was talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. You can download that, put it on your fridge, in your cubicle, wherever you want it. Awesome. And there's links to my book as well.
4: Okay. And um, are you on social media?
2: Yep. I have all the social media channels uh, there as well.
4: All right. And it's the same name.
2: Yeah. Having expectations.com. There's links to the social media, all that fun stuff.
4: Okay. Oh, awesome. 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 All right. Well, thank you so much for joining the show today. I pray that something you said will bless someone and help them to manage their expectations. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Fix my
1: heart, Jesus my heart jesus fix my heart jesus i want Me. And that's when mercy that washes me from my iniquity. I wanna see, I want to see Lamentations 3, promises new mercy, so Father I stray. the inspirational music highlight, focusing on songs that minister.
4: Today, family, we have with us Amy Sinha from Wales in the United Kingdom. Amy experienced some rare medical conditions in her early years and was declared as being one out of the only five children in the UK with a condition like hers. But this queen never let her physical limitations stop her from what she believed she wanted to do. Why? Because she was determined. She is here today for the Inspirational Music Highlight. Welcome to A Dose of Hope Radio. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for writing us. I mean, just reading your story. It was It's truly unbelievable. We can't wait to just kind of go through your journey and just to see what drives you. I know that you do all kinds of stuff. You're a musician. You have some beautiful music out. You do voiceovers. I mean, just all kinds of stuff. And you truly have never allowed anything that you've been through to stop you. And we definitely want to share that with our audience. So tell us like, who you are, where you're from. Just give us some little backstory about you.
3: Yeah, so my name is Amy Sinha. I am from Wales in the United Kingdom in a place called Swansea, which is by the sea. And it's actually the same place as uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones is from. Just a little trivia. I know. Yeah, (laughs) Um, but I've been singing, gosh, since I can remember. I have a musical family and I've got two older sisters. My heritage is Indian. Okay. I was born in Wales. Uh, my two sisters were born in India, but we've always like just. My mother used to love singing, so when she came to this country, she used used to love. I don't know if you've heard of bands called like Boney M. Um, and and bands such as those, but she just used to sing all the time. So uh-huh. I think maybe we picked it up from her. Yeah, so you got it <laughs> honest. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> the three of us then did try and make a girl group like on Vogue, but we've got quite strong personalities, so it, unfortunately, it didn't really uh, go anywhere. <laughs>
4: you know what that's really common though it's a lot of girl groups that just don't get all the way through to the finish line because girls you know women just have strong personalities
3: I know and that's sisters yeah sisters is the worst though isn't it because you feel like you can argue with each other right
4: right yeah we're not gonna agree on anything just because we're sisters exactly (laughs) awesome awesome so share your journey with us take us back to when you you know, we're dealing with, um, you know, just having the cataracts and being blind and then also later diagnosed. Tell us about that journey.
3: Yeah, so I, we were in India at the time when I was 18 months old. And my mother, she just realized that I wasn't moving and I wasn't interacting with things. So they kind of saw the white film on my eyes Mm -hmm. and when I came back here obviously I was diagnosed with cataracts and you know I have to say thank god to this amazing amazing doctor uh, who basically saved a little bit of my eyesight because they really did fear that I was going to go blind it wasn't so common
2: for young
3: kids to have cataracts but he did manage Mm -hmm. to save a little bit of my eyesight but I've always had to wear really thick glasses because of that since Mm -hmm. that age and Obviously, falling off, it was tied with string. So oh, well. Was, yeah, I know. And in the, in the pictures, it looks cute. <laughs> um, and then at the age of four, um, I kept burning myself and, and injuring. And I was diagnosed with a rare condition called sensory neuropathy type 2, mm-hmm. which means I can't feel hot or cold or light pain anywhere on my body. So wow. anytime that I would see the injury would be when the burn came up or when it was bleeding or it got infected. So wow. I'd have to wear um, I have one of my first memories is wearing gloves on my hands to protect them and I used mm-hmm. to scratch my face as well. So oh we wow, careful of that. I know. Yeah. I can't so imagine was-
4: like not being able to feel pain, you know just you know not being able to feel hot, not being able to feel cold, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So as you know just growing up, like how how was it dealing with that? What did you have? What obstacles did you have to face?
3: It was difficult because I had to be monitored all the time. I mean, there couldn't be like little things on the floor because I'd step on it without realizing. I mm. one time I stepped on a plug. the the the, the main bit of the plug it went uh-huh. it went straight through my big toe, and because of that, I I take longer to heal, uh-huh. so it didn't heal for a year and they were a little bit worried. Oh, wow. About them. Yeah, so things like that. So mm-hmm. I was always monitored. It's, so didn't, the radiators, I always had to ask if the radiators were on. Mm -hmm. Um, And even now I I feel like my memory, sometimes I can't remember if I've touched the kettle. My hand is just an instinctive, Uh you know, it's just and I just I can't remember. So I always have to keep checking my hand. It's a a daily thing. It obviously doesn't go away. So it is quite difficult. And I don't cook because of that, Mm -hmm. because I'm, you know, I'm a bit scared of whether I'm going to burn myself. Yeah, especially when you can't
4: you can't feel it. Yeah. You know, that that definitely is, is a thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <it> is. yeah. <laughs> so, so where did you, you know, just growing up and having to deal with that and, and dealing with those obstacles and obviously overcoming them, mm. where did your love for music develop in the process of all of that?
3: I think it was still, well, it was from a young age. So it was at the age of six when I, I did enter my first talent competition. And that was the time that people actually kind of responded that I had mm-hmm. a really good voice. And because I was always small and I stopped growing at the age of 11, but, um, But people always knew who I was, even if I didn't know who they were, because Mm -hmm. they'd recognize me. Uh, It was a bit hard at the beginning because people would stare at me all the time. But I was known as a girl with a big voice. I did have a strong voice and a low husky voice Mm -hmm. at that time. So I did stand out, even though my confidence was not there because of everything I had to go through Uh I think it did help that I did sing which kind of did make me special yeah um, Yeah, it does something other than all the things that I was going through I think
4: yeah it kind of put a band-aid on things for you I mean I heard you say that you stopped growing at 11 is that a part of the same illness
3: yes it was so I also developed it's kind of similar to osteoarthritis so that affected my spine as well so yeah I stopped growing at the age of 11 because of that
4: yeah mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and then and then and then again, to have that music element there with you to mm-hmm. be able to to kind of get you through and to coach you because music has a a special way of soothing hearts and you know, and just bringing people together. And so for you to be able to just go out despite all you've been through and just put your music out there for the world to see that is huge. That is huge and commendable. So we we thank, thank you. you for your gift. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. When you produce music, what do you hope that people will leave with?
3: I will I I hope because it comes from my head and my mm-hmm. heart. So I hope when people hear it, they'll resonate with the words mostly than anything. You know, I really do appreciate words, even in the jazz. When I was, I loved jazz since I was very young, and mm-hmm. one thing that I loved about it was the lyric and mm-hmm. because of the meaning behind it. It had so many different meanings. It wasn't put out on a plate. Well, this is what it means. You know, it was it was up to you to take away from that. So I do hope that you know, from my music, you kind of resonate with the words and kind of take it and help you in whatever way that you need. To at any given moment that you're listening to it?
4: mm-hmm, Awesome. So if you knew that there was someone who was dealing with physical limitations mm-hmm. and they were really struggling to be themselves, and to yeah. come out and, you know, and just and do what they really love to do, whether it's music, art, what, whatever their form is. What words of um, encouragement would you have for them to just just push on despite what's going on?
3: I say have a dream, have a vision of what you want to achieve, but then also have a day-to-day plan and take it one day at a time. I mean, you don't climb a mountain in one day and, that, that, yeah. you know, that's a huge thing and it can be really overwhelming. So it really is... The best way is to plan it out one day, one week at a time and achieve little goals, strive for little goals. That's what Mm -hmm. I've learned in my years.
4: (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I love that. And I love that you said have a dream because, you know, you can't just be out here with no real structure. No, you know, no, nothing in your mind that you want to do or you have to do something. And especially when you're, you know, you're facing different limitations, whether it's physical, mental or whatever, you have to have something that what I would say, like calms the the beast, you know what I'm saying, that gives you some kind of, um, you know, just strength, something to pull from. And so I love that you said that. So what is your main takeaway with life?
3: My main takeaway, I think it's to believe in yourself. And I know that that's a cliche and everybody says it, but it's so important because if you don't believe in yourself, nothing will happen yeah. and you won't you won't attract the positive things that are out there for you. Mm-hmm. So it is to believe in yourself and I know it's hard to hard to do all the time, but it is have a positive mindset and just know that you attract mm-hmm. things. Yeah, that's just the, the so the most powerful thing to to remember is that you are in control of your life, of your destiny. You attract things that come to you, and I think that that is my main takeaway in life because you know I don't say things that I haven't experienced, and that mm-hmm. I've experienced that in particular. Wow,
4: yeah. wow, nice. So you sent me a song that we're going to play for our audience. So tell us a little bit about that song.
3: Yeah, it's called In My Mind and i actually wrote that when i was coming out of a depression and i was i I can't remember why i was depressed probably nothing was happening or i I was probably aching and i couldn't see any way forward and that song was in my mind because when you have physical limitations and your body just doesn't work the one thing that you do have is your mind and you just Mm -hmm. overthink things Mm -hmm. and you can make so many things up in your head that you're thinking they're not real but you just make them up and they become real for you So, and I think that song was, you know, these things are happening in my my head, but actually even being, even like listening to music or listening to a comedy show can just shed a little bit of light in the negativity. Mm -hmm. And so there is a way out. And if you just grab that little piece of light Day by day, things will improve. So that is yes, that was why I wrote the song. <laughs>
4: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to definitely play it for our listeners to hear. And um, please, guys, if you love the song, just let us know so that we can continue to play and support this artist because she is absolutely amazing. So where can people find your music?
3: I have a website at um, amysinha.com. I'm on Amazon or Spotify. Just put my name on iTunes anywhere. I'm all over sorry all over social media as well. Okay. Amy Sinha.
4: <laughs> okay awesome awesome well thank you so much for joining us today thank you so much for having me absolutely so you take care bye <laughs> bye all right here it goes my friends this song is called in my mind by amy sinha Guys, write me on www.adoseofhope.org and let me know what you think. Here is the Agape Music Group featuring Renee Pullum, Fire and Rain.
6: All of my fears, all of my fans, giving my gifts to you. Oh, oh. So please don't mean You said you won't leave me. I'm not on my own. Better not try.
1: I'm
2: Whitney,
1: and you're listening to a, a dose, dose of, of hope, hope radio. How many stars sparkling the night? Why does the moon look strange? How does the sun give so much light? How does the grass? they planted. Everything does whatever it was created to do. Reach for the stars, aim for the moon, shine like the sun. Stop falling. Where does the butterfly?
6: you are called, cause no one compares to thee No one compares to no. me While doing wrong, or on my knees You're always there for me may You, you took, my disgrace, took my disgrace, exchanged it for your. You took my disgrace, exchanged it for you You took my disgrace, exchanged it for your amazing grace.
4: That was graced by Kelly Price. So glad for a favorable outcome as she was reported missing um, about a week or so ago. But, you know, thankfully she was found safe and healing from COVID food for thought, man. I mean, you know, you just never know what obstacles in life that people might face and how tough it can be or how hard it has been for another person. So always be kind and careful not to judge you know so anyway that was my food for thought um don't forget guys that we are building a community of family at www.adoseofhope.org. so please go there and subscribe we definitely want to stay in touch with you all right so y'all better know that next week is going to be a ball of fun we have two amazing guests one goes by the name of diane boyd here for our inspirational author segment to discuss her book, From Pills to Purpose. I mean, the title says it all. Need I say anything more? From Pills to Purpose? Mm-mm-mm. All right. And we also have Tia Rochelle, who is here as our inspirational music highlight guest to share her amazing new single, Sufficient Grace. So I am excited about next week already and um looking forward to sharing with these two wonderful and amazing women. So, um, you know, just know, y'all know what time it is. <laughs> I love when I say that. Just know that you have been dosed. Have a great week and we'll see you next week.
7: make a mistake you better get up and get up on your way don't let nobody stand in your way have hope to be a brighter day find time you gotta make up your mind you can do it hey hey, just time. You gotta fight it, gotta fight it hard I know if God gave it to you, you're gonna get it He's gonna see you through Don't worry about the time or the day Know that God is gonna make a way Stand up and believe in yourself, or you can do it Hey, hey, just have hope, yeah, 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 yeah You gotta have hope